game is over when the final buzzer sounds. The analysis ends when you say it does. This is Overtime Open Line. Interviews, analysis, and your opinion. Oilers Hockey is brought to you by Friesen Brothers. And now, the Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line. Here's Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio, 630 chair. Alamaki threw to Boyd. He gave it away to Drysaddle. Breakaway pass to McDavid. Here's McDavid off the post. And it comes over to the boards. And Boyd gets dumped down. McDavid again got it from Drysaddle. is a game winner for Connor McDavid as he makes history tonight at Rogers Place getting his 60th goal of the season. He is just the third Edmonton Oiler ever to get to 60. Wayne Gretzky did it five times. Yari Curry did it twice as the Oilers survive a very dogged effort by the Arizona Coyotes. 4-3 is the final tonight. Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown in Studio 99 for Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line and Rob, the Oilers Big guys coming through tonight. We've been talking a lot lately about depth contributions, but it was the uh, the guys we used to call the big three who led the way. McDavid, two goals, both beauties in their own way. Nugent Hopkins scores twice, and Leon Dreisaitl assists on all four Oilers' goal, uh, goals as they pull out the victory. Yeah, the, the difference between these two teams is the Oilers have the superstars that you mentioned, and... The Arizona Coyotes are are not blessed with that kind of skill. Uh, they got a nice player in Clayton Keller, but other than that, they just try to outwork you. Uh, but when the skilled players of the Oilers match that work ethic, it's hard to stop. And on the back end, it's a very inexperienced back end for Arizona. And Connor and Leon, when things got going in the right direction for them, Arizona had nobody that can contain them. And they just found ways to sneak behind them. And uh, Leon was pinpoint accuracy tonight with his passing. A couple no-lookers that were landing right on the stick of the, be the best players for the Oilers. Uh, it was a game that, and I said to Bob upstairs, the Oilers deserved the two points, but with the effort that Arizona had in this game, they deserved one point. Uh, Connor Ingram was outstanding in net for the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, again, I don't know if that was the Oilers' A-plus game tonight, but they got the they got the two points, and they certainly deserved the victory because their star players were uh, fantastic in a game that they needed for the points to set themselves up for a big game Saturday against Vegas. Well, they've won five consecutive games. I think the last three, they all could have lost. Yep. Though this was... I think they played better today than they did against San Jose and maybe even a little better than they did against Seattle. Although Seattle was the best opponent of, of the three, but they found a way to, to get it done. How do you sort of reflect I guess we're in the moment but how, how do you sort of process this milestone for McDavid we, we've known it was coming you know we given the pace he's been on most of the season we'll, we'll get to that in a, in a couple of minutes let's go downstairs here's head coach Jay Woodcroft form that he joined is it Mario Lemieux in fastest to, to 60 um, in, in the last so many years or so uh, it's a good good person to be associated with flair for the dramatic too I mean um, you know, obviously, I don't know if you guys quite played the way you wanted, but in the end, he, he helped pull it, you know, pull you guys out of the, out of the woods. Yeah, you know what? 
I think um, when you look at that game tonight, we gave up 16 shots on net versus a team that's lost one time in regulation in their last 10, I think it is now. So um, I think that's important to realize. Andre Tournier and his staff do a heck of a job. Their team plays very hard. They've lost one time in 10 games, and they played hard tonight. And uh, though we didn't give up a lot, um, you know, I thought there were some situations we could uh, handle a little bit better. They ended up in the back of our net. There were three chances that ended up in the back of our net. Again, we gave up 16 shots on net. We found a way, and I think that's important. I, I don't think that can be um, underscored um, how when you find yourself in a sticky circumstance in a maybe a frustrating type game, uh, the ability to find that tying goal and then the ability to find the winning goal, I think it's important. I think winning's a skill, and uh, we're continuing to sharpen that. The last game you played in here, your power play didn't get any goals and your top three scorers didn't get any goals. I see you went 24 minutes with a lot of your guys and your top guys scored tonight and your power play scored tonight as a coach. Yeah. What do you make of that? Well, I think um, what was uh, interesting about the power play tonight, when we scored, it was almost when they were two minutes into the the full power play. So that's why you see a skew in, in some of the minutes there. Um, I think it's great. I think uh, our best players rose to the occasion. Um, you know, I thought um, scored big goals at the right time. Like I said, it wasn't a pretty game. It wasn't, uh, it could feel frustrating at times. Uh, I thought, you know, uh, you know, giving up 16 shots on net is a, is a positive step forward for us. Um, but there's, there's times in the game where we can manage situations a little bit better. We've been asking about Connor McDavid a lot for yep. time. Uh, 60 goals, banks one in off the back of the goalie's head tonight and then scores the overtime winner. Yeah. Um, do you ever see anything that you haven't seen before? Well, I, I've not seen him score an overtime goal like that or anybody because came off of an all-world pass out of our end from Leon went down on a breakaway which normally is money in the bank for him the goal you know it didn't go in um you know he kind of turned one way uh was upset that it didn't go in and then sure enough leon found him again right down main street and he made no mistake on it and uh you know he's uh 60 goals in that short of time span is amazing. Um, but I, I keep going back. You guys have heard me say this a million times, but I keep going back to the fact that what drives him is team success. So he'd be most most happy, uh, not with his two points or, or whatnot, or his two goals. It, he would be happy with the, the team's two points tonight on a non-perfect evening. When you watch McDavid play this season, Jay, he seems like he presents as a guy that just has a shooter's instinct. Yeah. He's looking to get that shot off, maybe more than we've seen before. Interesting to watch a player develop that kind of mid mid career here. Like that's he's turned into that shooter with that shooter's instinct. Yeah. He has uh uh, an unbelievable desire to add layers to his game. So the goals that he's scoring now are much different than the ones he scored earlier in his, his career. I think that's part of his evolution as a player. He's not somebody who stands still and relies only on uh, old habits or old pathways. He's constantly searching for, for new ways to do things. He also responds to the way the game is being 
being checked. Um, the way the you know the you know on the power play the way uh, there's been evolutions in penalty kills and and how he's trying to break that down, um, you know he's not somebody that that stays still. He's someone that pushes, and that's what the best do. Uh, and he certainly is the best player in the world. We've asked you about him a few times, and you you focus a lot on his desire to win, and that's where a lot of the motivation comes from. Yep. These top end players also want to be the best yeah say about that part of mcdavid's drive to be the best and yeah that's normal and good it's insatiable um it's what uh gets him up in the morning it's what he dedicates his life to um and you know we get to see those highlight real goals tonight uh, what most people won't realize is that he's in the gym right after the game and he's doing things to prepare his body for the next time we go on the ice. And uh, he's making sure that he gets enough rest. And then what he puts into his body in terms of his fuel is ultra-disciplined. He gets, um, you know, every moment in his day is geared towards being the best that he can be. And we're in the NHL. This, this is the best players in the world. A lot of people do that. Uh, in the NHL, but he takes it to a different degree. He, he you know, what we're seeing is unbelievable. Um, you know, but the way he goes about it, uh, you know, it, it is, um, it's very impressive to see from uh, my vantage point. Your vantage point, Leon also set up the tying goal. That yeah. was an awfully good pass as well. Yeah. Just you know, shrug your shoulders with some of the, the passes he makes. They always seem to be hard and flat when they land on a player's stick. Yep. I thought it was uh, for, it was great heads-up play. It was something in response to the way the Arizona Coyotes uh, defend the neutral zone. He picked it up. Um, Nugent Hopkins did great to stay on side and found a big shot and a big goal for us against a goaltender who, who had a heck of a game tonight. Ingram played great and uh, gave his chance to his team a chance to win uh, but ultimately we found uh, a big goal at a key moment and that was a credit to Leon because that pass was uh, as nice as the one in overtime. We didn't ask this morning what's wrong with Devin Shore? He was sick. He's been sick uh, the last couple days um, so we're hoping that you know, uh, he didn't go on the ice today, um, but we're hoping that he feels better tomorrow and feels uh, well enough to go on the ice. Thank you. Yeah, you used to Vincent DeHarnay with, with Darren Nurse a lot in the first period. Why yeah. did you try that? What did you see? And then you ultimately seemed like you veered more toward CC and uh, yeah. game more on. You know what? I think we're, we're at the point um, where we are trying uh, to refine some things and maybe test some things out. Um, to get ready for game 83, and uh, you can talk about it all you want, but you gotta you gotta see it put into action. And I thought um, tonight was a good night uh, to do that. In the end, we had 7D dressed too, so you know there was a little bit of mixing and matching to make sure that everybody got a certain amount of minutes and whatnot. But um, Deharnay with with uh, with Nurse, they you know they have the makings of a good pair. They're they're both big and strong and and take pride uh in playing hard so um but in the end the game plays out the way the game plays out good thanks guys
That is Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft at the mic for Eclipse Restoration, named one of Western Canada's best restoration contractors three years in a row. Call 780-250-HELP or visit Eclipse247.ca. So the Oilers win at 4-3 in overtime. McDavid scores twice, gets the winner, gets to 60 goals. Rob, only four active players have reached 60. Matthews and er Matthews last year, earlier Ovechkin and Stamkos. When you, you hear that number, you know, how do you process that? Uh, it's a big number. Um, I, I think with, with Connor McDavid, he wants to be considered the best, and all great ones do. Um, he, and as you just heard with Jay Woodcroft, he puts the time in more so, as much if not more so than anyone else out there. Like, so I think last year, there was a lot of talk when Matthews won the MVP. And part of it was 60 is a special number. So it was hard, even though Connor, all the points he had and all the success he had during the season, that 60 that Matthews got is what put everyone in the voting to say, you know what, that's the most valuable player. The guy that scores that many goals, he's the most valuable player. So I think Connor McDavid came back this year and said, all right, I'm going to go score 60 goals. And we've seen it with Sidney Crosby. One year we said, yeah, I'm going to score 50. I'm gonna, I need to score more. So he goes out and scores 50. Or I'm going to become really good at face-offs this year and becomes one of the best face-off guys. Great players know how to elevate their game by through hard work and dedication, and then they get there. So to me, Connor McDavid said, you know what, I'm going to score 60. And probably in his head he's probably saying I'm going to score 70 but he, he, got, he went out so the, the players you mentioned a Stamkos uh, a Ovechkin a Matthews they're all great goal scorers Connor is always considered a great player but I don't know if anyone ever really considered him a great goal scorer I think now he's in that same conversation he's not just the best player in the world he's also well this year the best goal scorer in the world and I think because of who he is and the commitment that he puts in he wants to be known as the best at just about everything and the season he's having this year I think it's hard to argue with Connor McDavid was not picked as one of the three stars tonight so very easy for us to make him our fourth star for Jandell Holmes Alberta's premier modular home retailer Clayton Keller excellent season he scored twice he's the third star Nugent Hopkins is the first star with two goals and in between the second star your first star Rob, how about some of the passes tonight by Leon Dreisaitl? Four assists. Leon had four assists, and then you, you look at the ones that weren't capitalized on. He, he sent Connor in on two other breakaways tonight, the one where just before in overtime. There's one right in front of that on the power play. He did a little behind-the-back pass and, and gave it to Connor, and he was all by, by himself again. Uh, Leon, he, he sees the game differently than everyone else, and what Leon's capable of doing is... He has an extra second to make any play because he's big and strong. And if you come at him, he'll just turn his back. And now you got to go through his body. He's a big, strong man, and he can pass left-handed or right-handed, or excuse me, backhanded or forehanded. When you're defending, you always say, okay, force this guy to his backhand. And then you're going to be able to take away some of his ability. Well, you can't with Leon. So he gets that extra second to make a play because he's, he absorbs you. And he, the pass that he made to Nugent Hopkins to tie the game, he was on his back foot. Yeah. He was backing up. He leaned back on his back foot and snapped a pass 80 feet, 90 feet, tape to tape, through bodies. Arizona had four guys back on, on the blue line. Nice play by Nugent Hopkins. But Leon Dreisettle, just the reason he was slowly backing up, he was waiting for Nugent Hopkins to get into the one passing lane that he was capable of getting to. So he just kept backing up, backing up, snap. Uh, there's few, if any, in the National Hockey League 
that can make that pass. Make it with that type of precision and that kind of heat on it so that Nugent Hopkins does not have to slow down and he can continue in on his breakaway. So uh, the Arizona Coyotes, on a number of their plays tonight that they got scored on, they did everything right. Just better skill beat them. Well, and we've, we've talked often about how McDavid wants to speed the game up. Drysdale often wants to slow it down. And you talk about him off the back foot. And the way he was playing that, I'm thinking, okay, is, does he want his team to change? Is he going to hold the puck till everybody changes? Oh, no, like I said, just waiting for Nugent Hopkins. And then the pass to initially spring McDavid for the, the breakaway he missed on. So you could, see, you could see what was happening there. The Coyotes lost the puck. They're out of position. And I'm thinking, okay, as long as he lobs it down the ice, McDavid will go get it. But it's right on the tape, like blue line to blue line, no look backhand. He's that good. I, and, and it, I think, and it's funny, we, we see him every night, but I still believe that Leon Dreisaitl gets overlooked here. You have Connor McDavid who's having a Connor McDavid year. And sometimes people realize that if Connor McDavid wasn't in this league, Leon Dreisaitl would be the best player in the league. He would be the guy winning, as we saw a couple years ago when, when Connor was hurt. Leon won the MVP. Leon won the scoring title. That's how good he is. And tonight you saw him at his best, his playmaking ability. Uh, a wonderful game. And both Connor and Leon are heating up at the right time of the season going into the playoffs. We saw what they're capable of doing last year in the playoffs. Well, it doesn't seem like they're slowing down anytime soon. Is a, a great game where the skilled players of the Oilers, the superstars of the Oilers, were the difference in this hockey game. Yeah, McDavid, 60 goals, 138 points, and now Drysaddle up to 110 points in his 70th game of the season. It was the 72nd team game for the Oilers. They're 41, 23, and 8. It's a $400 donation from James H. Brown. Injury lawyers, when accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com to 630 Chet Santa's Anonymous. They're filling the net. 100 bucks to Santa's every time the Oilers score. Okay, back down to the dressing room. Here is Connor McDavid. Leon was talking about how you, you missed the, the opportunity and a little frustration, <laughs> slammed your stick, and you end up end up getting it after. Just take us through that sequence. Yeah, really, really weird play. You know, obviously, uh, Leo makes a great play on the first pass. Um, you know, and I felt like I was kind of pressing for for the 60th all night. And, um, you know, at this point, not to, to bury that one, you're not going to get many better looks than that. And not every day you get two breakaways back-to-back -back like that. So uh, he made uh, two unbelievable plays. Um, just, just ridiculous. You make the same move twice in a row. What's the... Is that the plan, or did you just run out ideas? It's just a guess that he's not going to think I'm going to do it twice. So, um, you know, thankfully, uh, thankfully it worked out. So you're known for being a team guy, so is this the best way to get 60? overtime goals to win a game. Yeah, big big game for us, you know. Um, you know, two two opponents uh, this week, you know, that, that don't have much to lose. Um, you know, and are playing really well. You know, Arizona at least is playing really well. And, you know, I thought we did a good job kind of just hanging in there and, um, you know, finding a way to get two points. That's what this that time of year is all about and keeping ourselves in, uh, in the thick of the race. What do you remember about the summer when Leon said he thinks you can score 60? He said that all along. Um, you know, he's always said that. Um, yeah, you know, we, we, skate, uh, we skate a little bit together in the summer. You know, he's kind of back and forth between Europe and, 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 and the Toronto area. So, um, you know, it's great to hang out with him. Uh, away from the rink and you know obviously when we're when we're away from the rink we still manage to talk a little bit about hockey it's tough to get away so um 
you know, we, he's mentioned that a few times, and, you know, I was kind of just laughed it off. So, um, you know, pretty cool to uh, to get there, I guess. So often your milestones, you just say that it's just a number. But this isn't just a number, obviously, for you. Um, you know what? I mean, at the end of the day, it's they're all just a number. But, um, you know, 60, uh, you know, a lot of great players in the past have done it. And, um, you know, it feels good to uh, to join that list. Um, obviously, we've got a lot, uh, lot of work left on this year. And, um, you know, looking forward to putting ourselves in a good spot heading into uh, into the postseason. The one off uh, the back of the goalie's yes. head, uh, <laughs> was that where you were aiming? Uh, that was that was where I was aiming. I've done that a couple times. Um, you know, everybody's so worried about Leo on the on the backside there that uh, you know sometimes even the goalie can get caught, uh, you know, kind of reaching trying to block that pass. So um, just something that I've tried before, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work tonight. Now you tried it again there with better off the shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Tonight was the night of uh, trying the same thing a couple times, but uh, I felt like I had a lot of good looks and. Um, you know, was was disappointed to miss some of them, and you know, happy to uh, to finally uh, finally bury. Concussion protocol for the guy when you hit him on the back of the head. <laughs> it was very soft, so <laughs> I don't think uh, I don't think he probably even felt it. So. All right, that is Connor McDavid. Yeah, scored a goal off Ingram's head to get us going. 4:47 into the game, and then he wins it a minute 31 into overtime. Oilers beat the Coyotes 4-3. Whenever the Oilers score five or more in a game, we turn on the Japanese Village Goal Light on 630Ched.com. That allows you to print up a coupon for a free appetizer at Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite teppanyaki steak restaurants. Come in and check out their new location, 3975 Calgary Trail. So, yeah, there it is uh, for McDavid. And, and he mentioned it playing a couple teams here who had nothing to lose. San Jose a couple days ago, Arizona tonight. Uh, having said that, if Arizona and San Jose were for some reason to play a seven-game series, I'm picking Arizona every single time. They, they, they worked hard. They work hard. They don't have the skill level. I think that San Jose has a few more players. San Jose's got Hurdle and Couture, and they got Carlson on the back end. Uh, but the work ethic that Arizona brought and uh, the coaching, I, I thought that was a well-coached team. Uh, they didn't look like they're in disarray too often out there. And if there was a turnover, they knew what to do with it. They, they quickly jumped into the, the play. They had their defensemen jumping up, helping out. Uh, it, and it's a very a young team. Just looking at the numbers, uh, the ages of a lot of those players, it's a very young team. They played well. They, they, they gave the others fits, but they also had to have great goaltending and, a lot, and some breaks because they... They just don't have the talent level that the Oilers are able to throw out there. They got the great goaltending, and unfortunately for them, uh, they didn't get the break at the end. They had control of the puck in their own zone, and Leon just took it off of Boyd and threw it out in front. They had a, they had a chance. If he throws it out, there's a partial breakaway going the other way. Instead, uh, a player that probably doesn't normally play three-on-three three a whole lot was put in a position, didn't realize what he could have done with it, and Leon and Connor made him pay. Yeah, Ingram stops 27 out of 31. Skinner gets the win. He stopped 14 out of 17. Not an overly busy night for him as the Oilers get the 4-3 overtime victory. You can uh, give us a call, 780-496-0063. That's the Certainty Hotline, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. Certainty pro all the way. Uh, late game here in Edmonton. I don't think that's the situation in Australia. We have Matt calling in from Australia. Matt, what time is it there? Hi, it's um, 
five o'clock here in Australia. Thanks for picking up my call. I don't know if you remember me, but I called it yeah. when we played Calgary. We do remember yeah. you. It's nice to hear from you again. Yeah, I'm pretty happy to see on TV McDavid's 60th goal. I also thought Drysaddle did a great pass, and I thought Nugent Hopkins played really well. If if the Oilers were to start the playoffs tomorrow, which team would you think the Oilers? Who would you want the Oilers to play in the first round? Uh, probably Las Vegas, because I think we play better against them and would have a chance. Well, that's very good. Cool. There's a good possibility of that happening. It's uh, either going to be Vegas or L.A. Kings, and I do believe the L.A. Kings will pass Vegas. So I do think that's that's it. Uh, what else did you like about tonight's game? Uh, I thought um, I liked Nugent Hopkins' goal, and I liked um, McDavid. Yeah. What? Uh, so it's five o'clock in the afternoon there. Did you watch the entire game, or were you in school for some of it? Uh, I had the day off, so I watched the, couple, the final couple minutes, and yeah, and overtime. So. Awesome, perfect. You All watched right. the best part of the hockey yeah, game, you right? Yeah, the most exciting part. That's good. Yeah. Well, hey Matt, we appreciate it. Give us a buzz anytime, okay? Call us during okay. the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Matt. That's Matt in Australia checking in that's nice pretty cool from that young man it's very I wonder, uh, if, I wonder if you had the day off from school because of the Oiler game or if it was a scheduled day off I also well we'll see I got a uh, message from Jeff in Bali before the game seriously yeah it was fine for him <laughs> he says 14 hour time difference so it didn't bother him at, uh, at all and I had a buddy uh, also in Australia who was like this is perfect for me <laughs> one started, he, he said, started 152 in the afternoon. Maybe that's what John Shannon meant when he said it's growing the game. That's why they're starting it late. Not in the U.S., growing the game worldwide. It was a late game. But it seemed like the Oilers were, they had a little pep in their step, and it didn't take them long to get into this one. Well, they, I mean, they, they, they played a, a decent game. The I Oilers mean, they, played they good. A, they made a couple of mistakes that Arizona converted on. Yep. Uh, and and then, like we said, Ingram played well. The Oilers missed some chances, well, uh, it, especially in the second period. Uh, Connor could have had five goals tonight, right? And he he referenced that when he talked about you and know he could have had a hat trick, right? Yeah, for sure. And so it was. This was a game that uh, fourth four was that probably the least amount of goals the Oilers were going to score in this game. And and you said this was so you talked about Ingram. He only had was it. 30 shots, 31 30, shots. 31 shots. But of those 31, 28 of them were, seemed well, to be high grade. It wasn't like the Oilers were shooting from on the outside. Every time the Oilers had an opportunity, it seemed like it was a grade A scoring chance. All right, so the Oilers take it 4-3 in overtime. Just one other game in the NHL this evening as we go to the Advantage Trailer Rentals scoreboard, your one-stop source for commercial trailer rentals. Visit AdvantageTrailerRentals.com. It was the Penguins beating the Avalanche 5-2 in the Western Hockey League. Oil Kings fall 8-2 against Medicine Hat in the AHL. Bakersfield beats Abbotsford 3-1. Justin Bailey had two goals in that game we also have uh abbas checking in well abbas is calling for the second straight game because he's on holidays so uh, oh, yeah, you're, you're, in, you're in toronto right oh yeah so let, me, let me first start with the quote if at first you don't succeed try try again connor mvp baby that was 
quick. Well, it's actually, right now, not often can you say this, but I think this year the guy that etches the names into the trophies can actually start and finish putting Connor's name on a bunch of trophies because this is a, a no-brainer when it comes to the MVP and obviously the Art Ross this year. He's been that good, and tonight it is special. You could even talked about it. He was a little nervous trying to get that 60th. It did mean something to him, and he did it in grand style. Okay, 780-496-0063. We'll get to a couple more of your calls. You're also going to hear from Leon Dreisaitl, who had four assists this evening. Oilers win 4-3 in OT. It's Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line. Live Oilers Hockey is brought to you by Friesen Brothers. This is the Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line. Here's Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio, 630 chair. Last minute of the first tied at one. Imama on the right wing takes a hit from Broberg and slid the puck right through the slot. Goes all the way over to the left wing. Hayton. Philip Broberg delivers the crunch of the game for Cougar Paint and Collision. Our family helping your family for 40 years and counting. McDavid almost got the crunch on his own stick. A couple <laughs> frustrated slams into the boards after he missed his first breakaway try at overtime. Good thing the stick didn't break. I'll say. <laughs> or it would have been even more frustrating for him. Um, nice play there by Leon, giving him that second opportunity. A misplay by the Arizona Coyote defenseman. He got well, attracted. The Coyotes were mad a little bit. On the, there should have been a penalty on, on Leon, but there was also the, the defender snuck over there and right. left Connor. You know what? I would just stand by Connor the whole time. It's probably the safest thing that you can do. Well, and yeah, I, I, I'd like to see it close. I thought Drysdale had his, his stick in there, but he, I think he also used his shoulder. But then he made the pass from what? From he, his knees. Yeah. yeah like, he did, a couple times tonight he made passes from his knees. He's pretty good. Oilers win 4-3 in overtime so they're 41 23 and eight on the season and these teams uh, atop the pacific division as we were talking about before the game just keep on rolling the uh the kings are 9 0 and 2 in their last 11 vegas is 9 and 2. the oilers have won five straight <laughs> so it's 94 points vegas 92 la 90 edmonton vegas and la do each have a game in hand oilers play each of those teams twice so it's still a, a fun race there to determine the seating 780-496-0063. Anish is on the line. Anish, go ahead. Hey, boys. What a fun game tonight. And uh, first and foremost, pop to the Coyotes. They really worked their, uh, They really worked hard against the Oilers tonight, and I thought their goaltending was fantastic. Uh, just for Connor, I'm just wondering, do you guys think that it's possible with 10 games left in the season, do you think it's possible that he can go to 80 goals? 80? No. No, not 80. Se uh, 70, 70. 70, why not? Yeah, if I, he gets a hat trick, then... Yeah, no, I agree. I, th I think, and I I believe he's going to try to get 70. I really do. Yeah, why not? I don't think he can get 80. No, I think that's uh, that's more than Connor's... Uh, then he never... I was going to say more than he's capable of, but you never know. Well, but he's still going to get to your empty net goal. He's got 10 games to get well, seven empty net goals. They've well, they got to quit winning in overtime. They've got to start winning. That's in a good even, point. But no, I, I do. I, I think 70 is absolutely uh, within reach. And I think Leon... I, but uh, the one thing that would stop him from getting to 70 is him trying to get Leon to 50. I think... I think that will become a focus for the Oilers down the stretch. Well, for the players that are capable of making that kind of focus, I do believe that they Connor will do his best to get Leon 50 goals. Yeah, and 
like last year, do they play the final game of the season? I mean, they will be in the playoffs. They, they both set out the last game last year. If he's at 68 or 69, you know. It all depends if that game means anything in the standings. Seating, right. Yes. That's, yeah. So to me, I don't think, uh, to me, uh, I mean, eight, home ice wow. doesn't really mean anything. Uh, but uh, the, if you have a chance to move up in the standings and get a home home game, I do believe that they would probably play the last game. Roger is a winner tonight of a $50 River Cree Resort and Casino gift card. I set the line at two and a half before the game combined points for combined points for Ekholm and Bouchard. They did not get any. So uh, Roger wins set the line for River Cree Resort and Casino excitement. Bet on it. Alex, 780-496-0063. Go ahead, Alex. Hi there, guys. How are you? Good. Well, uh, watching Connor, man, I'm telling you, that overtime goal was comical. I mean, he, he uh, this, when he finally put it in, it was like the second second time around, the same type of goal, or he, he put it in there. But uh, I, I just want to say something about Nugent Hopkins. Uh, I'm hoping he gets 100 points because, you know, they – they don't get to overtime without that goal, and he scored two beauties tonight. And this year, I can think about four or five other games where he scored the tied goal and, and put Edmonton into the overtime. Um, I've got a question for you guys. Do you know what the uh, status of Holloway and McLeodon is? Because I like to get those uh, speedsters back in the lineup because we're going to need those guys. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to Saturday. And I don't know if you... Uh, I was going to add something, but, oh, yeah, I thought it was pretty funny, that guy from, uh, young guy from Australia phoned, because I've heard him before, too, so that was pretty cool. Great yeah, show. McLeod is uh, probably out for a little bit longer, and Holloway is here in Edmonton rehabbing, so then he'd probably go play in the American Hockey League. But he, he Well, we won't see Holloway till the playoffs. Yeah, probably. Unless well, there's injuries. The cap is, there's no yeah, cap he can't in, come up unless in there's the injuries. But you will see him as soon as the... Uh, the playoffs begin. Holloway will be up here, whether he's in the lineup right away or not. But I do believe at some point you'll see Holloway in the playoffs for the Oilers. That'll be our quick change for Jiffy Loop, keeping you moving to and from the game. Visit your local Jiffy Loop today. The Coyotes' record for the season now 27, 33, and 12. Uh, so they are 6, 1, and 3 in their last 10 games. They played well. They really did. They had a, a, a good game tonight. I mean, a couple mishaps. Uh, but their goaltender kept them in when they uh, struggled a bit. Can't take penalties against the Oilers, and they did and gave up a couple power play goals, but they're fun to watch. I, I'm excited to see what they play like in their own rink. Uh, it'd be kind of a neat yeah. place to go watch the game, being in that kind of atmosphere, the college atmosphere with only 5,000 fans. Uh, but they gave the Oilers everything they, they could handle tonight, and the Oilers, fortunately, with on the backs of their stars, were able to pull out the two points. Well, here's the thing. The Coyotes at home are 20, 11, and 3. That's very the good. The Oilers are 20, 12, and 5. They have a better home, they have <laughs> like a better home record. Like they're so. right, right in the same ballpark. So that's, uh, I mean, like I said before the game, if they, they're, like, they're now 7, 22, and 9 on the road. And they have to start with all those road games. If they had uh, four more wins on the road, they're, they're not in a, in a playoff spot. But, but at least the, these games the would be meaningful, yes. Yeah, they could think, okay, maybe we're going to be the team that finishes, you know, 10 and 2 and, and sneaks in. So. Well, and this is a team right now that they traded probably their best defense, two def best two defensemen oh, away yeah, at the deadline. The and they're and they're excelling right now. Uh, they got a great work work ethic and they they do have a young superstar. Keller is a yeah, he's a very good hockey Smoltz player. He's always been pretty good. He's, he's always been a yeah. quality player, but Keller is special. 
I mean, he's got 34 in the season. He's plus two on a team that is near the bottom of the standings. He's very good. All right, well said. Joel on the line. Hey, Joel, go ahead. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey, uh, yeah, I just w was just at the game there, and, uh, boy, I tell you, there was a lot of un unheralded heroes, and uh, one of them I thought Skinner made a bunch of good saves, but I just wanted to ask you guys, do you know the status of Mike Smith? Is he going to be back for the playoffs? No, no, no Mike no. Smith is not, is not playing this no. year. No, his his NHL career is over. Yeah. He's enjoying retirement. No, he's there's never been any thought of him uh, him coming back. Yeah. So uh, Sk Skinner gets the Skinner save percentage won't be great in in this one, but uh, he does pick up uh, the victory. We mentioned a, a couple mistakes the Coyotes capitalized on. Uh, Bouchard's drop pass got picked off in the second period. They center it. They score. Kind of a weird play in the third period. So. A couple Oilers lose the battle along the wall. Puck goes into the corner, and all of a sudden, it's a, a two-on-one with the player with the puck coming out of the corner. And CC could see what CC was thinking. You could read his mind. He's saying, I'm, "I'm taking the pass away, and then this guy won't have anything except the jam play against Skinner." He still and, made a nice and, pass. And still made a nice pass, and, and I, you know, I Nurse was out there, Drysaddle was out there. There, there wasn't a lot of let's get back and attack the the puck carrier, no. and then eventually CC got beat. Well, on that play, CC played it properly. The rest of the Oilers didn't. Uh, the Oilers uh, cheated a little bit offensively. Uh, they didn't have control of the puck. They left Coyotes behind them down low, and then it became a two and one. CC's trying to uh, slow it down. He's trying to create a little bit of uh, anxiety or stress in the guy coming out of the corner. It's like, okay, I, I just got to make this last a little bit longer so I can get some help, but the help never came. And if you give an NHL player that much time and that much space to make a pass, he's going to find a passing lane through you, whether it's through your stick, through your feet. And he had a ton of time. And Keller um, got the puck on his stick. He made no mistake. So uh, CeCe was the only one on the ice that actually did his job there. It was the, the other players that were out there that got beat. It was not a, a very good defensive play in a moment that was big in the game. Yeah. I mean, that it was a tie game. Uh, you're playing well, but you've got a goaltender that's playing good in the other zone, so you got to make sure that you don't make that big mistake. The Edmonton Oilers made the big mistake there. Oilers survived that, though. Nugent Hopkins scored off a beautiful stretch pass from Dreisaitl, and then McDavid wins it in overtime. 4-3, Oilers take it. We also have Mike on the Certainty Hotline. Hi, Mike. Go ahead. Uh, hi, Robin Reed. Um, it's uh, Mike here. I'm actually Matt's dad. Um, oh, cool. He called oh, in nice. a bit earlier. We were on our, he was a bit nervous, but we were on our way to basketball. I just wanted to say thanks for taking his call. He absolutely loves it, loves the Oilers. Oh, he's, um, he's our favorite caller. We love when he calls. Yeah, well, it's good, and but I do need to say he did have a curriculum day today. He wasn't playing hooky, so I just wanted <laughs> to let you know that it was all legit, um, but he did make it home. He was out... Um, he went out for the afternoon with his buddies. He, he caught the last bit of the game and then overtime. But um, I saw the whole game. Um, and obviously, yeah, the 60 goals for McDavid, unbelievable. Um, kept, keep telling Matt he's witnessing history. Um, it's it's quite something to watch um, watch McDavid. And obviously, dry settle tonight, Nuge, um, just fantastic. But I did just want to ask you guys the opinion. These last two games, uh, you know, close 
pull the pull the win out of the you know right at the last minute against these sort of bottom teams is anything to worry about do you think going into the playoffs or, or not uh good question uh, i don't think so i don't think it's something to worry about I, th- I think they're getting the points they're doing just enough to win uh i don't think they've played their best i thought they were better tonight than they were in the previous two games uh, but it, it, it it's tough getting up for every game to the same to the same level you don't get up for arizona like you do for toronto or boston or certainly like you will against vegas uh, that's why the playoffs are so much better than the regular season because the intensity rises and you can't do that for 82 games. So in the 82 games, there's certain games that are special. Uh, Arizona, they did enough to win. Seattle, they did enough to win. But there are things that they want to correct. Uh, there were some big mistakes in the last three games that they want to be better at because teams like Vegas or LA or Colorado will take advantage of that so I think the coaching staff will be happy they have two points but they'll also be happy they got some video that they can show their players to show them what we need to do to become a better team so I don't think you need to be worried but it certainly is something that the coaching staff will take notice of okay Oilers win 4-3 in overtime we have Sir Robert checking in as well good morning Sir Robert go ahead hey guys how you doing good Obviously, I mean, Nick David, I mean, I mean, what is there to say? I mean, 60 goals, I mean, I mean, I mean, like, uh, I mean, this, I mean, like, before this year, he'd never scored 50, and this year he gets his first 50 in his first 60-goal season in the same season. I mean, it's just it's absolutely un- unreal to watch uh, the things he's doing, and I'm going to make a little prediction right now. I think McDavid will hit 70 goals on the final night of the regular season when San Jose's here. There's that, and then, and then uh, obviously I thought uh, overall tonight I think the team was I don't know I I wouldn't say I wouldn't say they were great, but I, I would uh, I, w- I would definitely say they were good. They were you know, clearly they were good enough to win. Uh, power play lethal. We all know that. Uh, I've really liked lately what we've gotten out of uh, guys like uh, that new guy from Arizona there, uh, Bukestad. And he's a, I thought he was really good tonight. Again, uh, I mean, like he's got a he's got a few more goals than, than like uh, a guy like Derek Ryan. But to me, he just he, he goes out there and he does uh, uh, he does all the little things right. That's what I like about him. So uh, look forward to Saturday against Vegas. Big game. Nick Bukestad tonight, 12 and a half minutes, went 7 out of 11 in the face-off circle. Dreisaitl with his four assists also went 16 out of 25 yeah. in face-offs. Yeah, he had a pretty good night. Four points plus two, 65% in the face-off. Thought it was a good night for Leon. McDavid gets the two goals. He had 13 shot attempts, seven shots on net, five were blocked, one went wide. Uh, no, only 30% in draws, but... Uh, you know what, it, it, he can everything. be 30% yeah. all year long in draws if he scores 60 to 70 goals. We're fine with that. Oilers take it 4-3 in overtime. You're also going to hear from Leon Dreisaitl when we get back. It's Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line. Oilers Hockey is brought to you by Friesen Brothers. This is the Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line. Here's Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. He'll get it across, uh, over to Keller. His shot and the save by Skinner. The rebound goes to DeArnay. He'll rim it on the left wing and get it out. Stuart Skinner's save of the game, presented by Crystal Glass. Call 310-GLASS or visit crystalglass.ca. Nugent Hopkins, two goals. Dreisaitl, four assists. Here is Leon Dreisaitl. 
Obviously, he's going to downplay it, um, as as we all know. But uh, it's it's pretty hard to score in this league um, and to score score 60 uh, in a season and, and still have 10 games to go is, is pretty remarkable. And um, yeah, I mean, he's just just a special player. Does he owe you dinner for any of the passes there, or what? No, it's all right. He's got me back so many times. It's it's what we do. It's all good. Uh, just jumping a bit. What was the sequence like? Because he was like, I'm mad that I missed the first one, but then you were able to kind of circle back and see him again. Yeah, I mean, he obviously missed the first one, um, and he was just telling me that he, I guess, slammed a stick against the boards after. Um, and I just saw their guy uh, bobble it, so I, I, I tried to strip him and, and, you know, obviously saw Connor again. So um, crazy to, to try that same move again and, and score on it the second time, but that's, that's just what he does, I guess. He, I mean, he's, he's always been a really good goal scorer, but it seems like that goal-scoring instinct this year has just kind of gone to a different level. Interesting to watch a player develop that mid-career. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think everyone was always talking about it, you know. Uh, if you shoot more, uh, you, you, you can score more. Um, he's, he's obviously doing it, and, and he's worked extremely hard at it. Uh, is I think what a lot of people don't, don't really see. Um, you know, he put so much work into every little detail of his game, and um, it was, it was, yeah, it was just... Uh... Uh, at some point, it was going to happen that way, regardless. You said uh, you, you were the guy that kind of said, I don't know if you motivated him, not that he needs it, but you're the one that said, this guy can score 60, and now yeah. it's happening. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I, I told him this summer, um, you know, there's there's no reason why he can't. Um, you know, he's, he's so special. He gets he creates so many opportunities for himself that um, he, he has enough looks to get there. So obviously, very very happy for him. Proud of him, and um, yeah, again, just just a special player. Take us back. What are you guys doing in the summertime when you're sitting around talking about who gets to score 60 goals? Where are you? How does that come up? In the gym, spec. We're just always in the gym. <laughs> you know. Good answer. No. Ah, yeah. I mean, you, you can imagine. <laughs> I don't need to go into detail here. <laughs> okay, that's Leon Dreisaitl. A four-assist performance from him. He was outstanding, and Connor McDavid gets two goals, 60 on the season. Third Oiler to do it. Gretzky did it five times. Curry did it twice. Oilers win 4-3 over the Coyotes in OT. So Edmonton now 41-23-8. Get more on this game, more on the Oilers on 630chet.com or globalnews.ca. Well, we're into Thursday morning. Stoffer has Oilers now from noon to 2 later today. I will have Inside Sports from 6 to 8 p.m. Big thanks to Troy Bowler, our game day engineer, and to Kellen Kennedy, our studio producer, for their work tonight. Next game broadcast presented by Friesen Brothers is Saturday, 6.30 face-off show, game at 8 against the Vegas Golden Knights. On behalf of Rob Brown, I'm Reed Wilkins. Thanks for listening to Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line. Balamaki threw to Boyd. He gave it away to Dreisaitl. Breakaway pass to McDavid. Here's McDavid off the post. And it comes over to the boards. And Boyd gets dumped down. McDavid again.